I mean, so by by mid seventies, like pop art, um, you know, Andy Warhol was still alive, uh, but but the, the the real kind of height of pop art had kind of also come to an end with that post-war consensus in the in the seventies, um, like. The, the the kind of shiny kind of uh capitalist critique of of, of that period of american art w- was was over and things were getting darker i mean there's a really interesting link i think between the, the visual culture of the punk scenes more generally and like the rise of surrealism as a topic of art historical study so the 1970s is really the first time that uh, like people like Duchamp and um, Max Ernst and um, Hannah Hook and those like surrealists were taken particularly seriously. Like Dawn Addis in Britain, um, who is a professor at, at, at Essex, uh, where I teach now, published a book on photo montage in the seventies. And you know, there's a real increasing interest both in artists and in art historians at at that kind of you know that work of, of collage and assemblage. Um, Pettibon cites as one of his main influences, a guy called Bruce Connor. I don't know if you know Bruce Connor's work, but, but Bruce Connor's a really, I, I teach him mainly in the context of filmmaking because he also did kind of collage films. This incredible piece from the mid fifties called a, a movie, which is just a kind of like, as a, um, like a structuralist film where he's cutting together um, bits of um, unrelated film. Uh, into a sort of postmodern, almost Brechtian kind of take, um, but this kind of this kind of engagement with like through the kind of art historical lineages of of, of artists like Hannah Hook, who was you know cutting up, or, or um, Ralph Hausman, you know, who are cutting, or, or John Hartfield, who are cutting up um, popular culture and, and collaging them. I think like it's really clear that that is in the air in the seventies in the art culture. And it's, it's the kind of thing that, that Pettibon, he isn't doing collage so much, but he is kind of taking a kind of surrealist kind of Brechtian distance take on, 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 on the kind of things that say Roy Lichtenstein had been doing 10, 20 years earlier. Right. Well, I think as well, an interesting point of, um, is that, most of like the original kind of wave of punks in the UK, particularly in London, they were all art students as well. So they were like of course. consuming and yeah. critiquing this stuff. So they were engaging with this kind of examination of surrealist thought and like, you know, read any uh, book by someone who was a punk between about like 1975 and 85. And I guarantee there's at least 50 mentions of Dadaism in it. Um, we used to joke. We used to joke with Dawn, who's a very august, like CBE. She's a very kind of like august art historian. Such a lovely woman, but she's very, very kind of old school. We're like you, you started punk Dawn, like your your photo montage book. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, it's maybe 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 it's maybe it's best here to to, to bring in Bootlow as well. So so these are two quotes from from Bootlow from two different articles. One called um, Pettibon Return to Disorder and Disfiguration. Um, in which he compares Pettibon to Baudelaire um, and the other, which is called After Laughter. But he says um, uh, two quotes, the first from, from the Disorder and Disfiguration article. At the moment of the 80s, when the collective desire to acquire linguistic competence was increasingly and aggressively shifted to an enforced simulation of technological competence, 
the parameters of production and visual culture change dramatically. With this shift towards a myth of self-constitution within the containment of advanced forms of techno-scientific operating systems, even a residual legitimacy of Enlightenment aspirations in cultural production seems to have disappeared. Um, and then in the other, the other um, article, more specifically about Pettibon, he says, um, as a draftsman, Pettibon addresses the complicated transformation that mass cultural iconography has undergone from its initial introduction into American painting in the late 50s to the time of pop art's mainstream reception in the mid to late 70s. When quotational imagery was subjected to cultural canonization, it acquired a radically different status. It was at that moment that the citation of comics and adverts and images not only lost the desublimatory power they had during their first confrontation with modernism, that's that kind of surrealist take, um, they also acquired an affirmative function in the culture at large that conveniently papered over the class chasm that the conventional divisions between high and mass culture had kept at the level of ostentatious polarisation. So all that's a very kind of eloquent and overblown way of basically repeating what I said. Um, uh, yeah, the, the, there's this kind of culture in the air. Go on. Um, but like one thing that uh, I will say as well is like you, there was like a big divide in terms of like, and this is Tom's cultural corner. Um, I am a hardcore dude. I have so many uh, concussions that uh, I became a podcaster. But the <laughs> the distinct uh, breakage in that cultural link between punk as it was known in the UK and like that kind of first wave of punk and what would then become American hardcore which more accurately described the wave that Black Flag was in is that um, one uh, when New Wave got to America New Wave arrived before a lot of punk was disseminate, disseminated so that was referred to as punk in the US so hence why oh well we're harder than you know like New Wave bands so, you know, we're not Devo, so it's like, okay, we're hardcore. Um, but two as well, the the difference between like the what I would call the kind of like constructed marketing style stuff of the visual representation of punk culture, like your sex pistols, your clash, blah 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 blah. Anything attached with Malcolm McLaren pretty much. Um, that was like uh I, in a book that I read recently about like it's kind of a critique of um punk stuff in of that time is like this it's just called all art school bullshit like malcolm mclaren's like art school pranks like you know <laughs> we're gonna shock the the state by saying uh, having a satirical song about the queen and um, to then you look at like the art that was produced by bands like crass which was like genuinely like quite confrontational and aggressive towards the well, established cra- norms. crass who's, crass who's- Crass, who's um, who also featured an you know an artist as part of their collective G Vulture, who was massively influenced by um, John Hartfield as well, and, and John Hartfield obviously images were used for the cover of Crass Records. So yeah, like I think you know Black Flag are coming a decade uh, after the kind of birth of punk, if you like, depending on where you pitch it. But you know, and they're they're in they're in the American wake of bands like mc5 and stooges and stuff um but yeah i think actually put put your uh put your flag in the ground what's the first punk album oh i don't know uh like i i'm i'm really i i spent a long time like um 
DJing like weird, not even, it's not even that weird, but it's like sort of harder edged stuff from the 50s, like Hazel Adkins and like <laughs> Johnny Burnett and stuff. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think what is it? The, the, the kind of standard answer to that question is like MC5, right? Or, or Stooges. I don't know. I, I would argue very first punk album is either Raw Power by the Stooges, obviously, um, but fuck the Bowie mix. That's all I'm going to say. Um, the first. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like uh, yeah sorry uh sorry i'm i'm digressing <laughs> but you know th- this is this is what we mean when we talk about you know art history uh, as a sort of art of, uh, as, a, as a practice of indexicality because you can you can pull out the music and the images uh, as both a um you know as, as both kind of products of their era like they tell us something about kind of youth I mean, it's 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 also weirdly middle class, right? It's a kind of it's a left behind, kind of changing, uh, kind of disaffected middle class kind of anger, which is diff- had been different from other kinds of musical um, countercultural movements. And you know, the Sex Pistols, uh, the Ramones, uh, certainly Black Flag. You know, as we said, um, you know, Greg and Greg and Ray. Had, you know, grown up, gone to UCLA and university students. There was there was a kind of working class, a kind of middle, a sort of lower middle class kind of left behind this beginning to emerge in that period, which is which is interesting. Um, and and yeah, like to what degree Pe- Pettibon's weird remixes of 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 of, of pop art um, are, are, are are indicative of the same time. I mean, I don't. Do you know much about the independent group in 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 um, in the UK, nope. you know, like in um, Eduardo Paolozzi. So Eduardo Paolozzi, who was an Italian, uh, or a, a born to Italian family, uh, he was he sort of credited at least one of the theories of why pop art is called pop art because he produced a he was a um, young kid uh, buying American imported comics in Britain, and they sort of showed a world, you know, in in fifties Britain, in rationing era Britain, where of, of this great abundance and color that was available in the United States. And he would cut out images f- from uh, pulp fiction novels and, and comic books and, and, and stuff, magazines, and collage them. And he, he did this you know, collage piece in the 50s called, called Pop, which had a kind of um, pop cut out logo. Richard Hamilton, um, uh, what is it that makes modern houses so convenient? I can't remember if that's something like that. It's the title um, of the same, but they come out of that same moment, right? Of like, the world is not giving me, they're a much more cynical take on the kind of pop art of people like Warhol and Lichtenstein and, and the, 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 taking culture and, and making it more visually representative of kind of how annoyed everybody, these young kids were <laughs> about the distance between what they were promised and what they, what they got, you know? 